we have a ton of great taco trucks and food trucks in Patterson. And I would say we have better food trucks, I think, than Modesto. I mean, you might beg to differ. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the 209 Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano, and I am really excited to be back on the show. It's been quite some time, but I'm going to go back to my original goal that I have always had here, which is to actually have an episode posted for y'all once a week. I'm working on getting more guests here scheduled here in the next couple of weeks, but as I mentioned in past episodes, if y'all have anyone who you would like to hear on this show, whether it's someone that you know or someone that maybe you don't know, but you know, you've heard of their story and you think it'd be really great to have them on the show, please send me a message on social media. You can follow the show at The 209 Journey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or I should say X now, right? Since Twitter's not called uh, that anymore, but, but I still will check it. So if anyone is on there, and you want to send a message on there with a uh, person that you would like again to see on the show, uh, please feel free to do so. I know it's happened in the past. I've had people actually do that. And then I've actually had guests here on the show that have happened thanks to y'all's suggestion. And again, really helps me out a lot. And if you're new to the show, I actually have guests here from the 209, but not just people who are born here in the area, but also people who moved to our era code and are now doing something here and you know it's become their new home as well so those are the kind of guests that we have here on the show we're really trying to put a positive spotlight to the 209 and show the rest of the world that we have really amazing people that grew up here or moved here to our area all right y'all well tonight's episode I am interviewing Candace who actually started the things to do in Patterson Instagram page Y'all aren't following it yet, give it a follow. Whether you're from Patterson or you've been to Patterson or maybe you haven't heard of Patterson yet, that page will inform you of all the things that are going on in the town. For those of you who don't know, I actually grew up near Patterson, so it is definitely a special place for me to visit every time that I get the opportunity to go. And if y'all haven't been there during the Apricot Fiesta, Highly recommend that you go check it out when they have that fiesta going on in the summertime. And if you want to see what it's like, I actually did a live show, the parade, and that's on the Instagram page of the 209 Journey. Y'all can see the video clips that I did there on that day. And and so it's it's a really great festival if y'all aren't familiar with it too, because Patterson is the apricot capital of the world, essentially. So it is really great that they keep that festival going on. But without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest today. Welcome to a 209 Journey, Candice. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Just getting ready to face this heat wave, right, that we're going to be getting the yes. next week. Well, thank, you for, thank you for having me. I'm like honored to be a part of this. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being on and for what you're doing. I'm really excited to talk more about Instagram page and all the awesome things going on in Patterson, whether they're about to happen or they're going to happen in a few months, or maybe they already happened, but it's always nice to know things that are going on in Patterson, which is the name of the page. <laughs> yes. So my, my Instagram handle it literally is at things to do in Patterson. It makes it so easy when people are like, oh, how do I follow you? And I'm like, oh, 
at things to do in Python. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, it's like hard, you, you don't even have to ask them. How do you spell it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's right there. M- maybe Patterson. If someone doesn't know how to spell Patterson, well, yeah, they leave out a. They might leave out a T. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the only thing. Well, they'll find it eventually. It's like just put the first T, and then <laughs> yeah. it should pop up right there. Well, before we get to the page, I want to know a little bit more about your journey to the 209. You told me that, you know, you come from San Jose. You've been living in Patterson for eight years. So I I want to know a little bit more about like what brought you to the 209. So I grew up in San Jose. My mom and dad's best friends moved to Del Porto Canyon, which is basically still Patterson. It actually has like a Livermore address, but it's in Santa Clara County. But Patterson is their city. It's all weird up in the canyon. But they moved up there and they started as the pastor and pastor's wife at First Baptist Church in Patterson. So I kind of grew up coming to Patterson for events here and there. Apricot Fiesta, which is our big festival that we have every year. So I, I was familiar with Patterson. And so when my husband and I got married, started our family, we realized we didn't want to live in San Jose anymore. But San Jose didn't seem to have the same values that I felt like the Valley had. And so when we started looking, we looked in Lathrop, we looked in, you know, all over the 209 and our hearts just kind of kept pulling back to Patterson just because I I just had like a little soft spot in my heart for Patterson. And then we found a house and my husband loved the house and we moved here. And we, we joke that a lot of people that move to Patterson from the Bay Area, they're called BATS, right? Bay Area Transplants. And I always joke that when I introduce myself to people, I'm like, we're bats, but we assimilated. Like we 100% (laughs) rep Patterson, claim Patterson. I think I'm even wearing a Patterson. Yeah, West Stanislaus Fire Department shirt. We are 100% Patterson. My daughter, my oldest daughter went for the Little Miss Apricot pageant in 2017 and actually was crowned Little Miss Apricot. So like when I say we're all in, we are 100% all in. And I, I see the potential that Patterson has because I did come here as a child and I knew how, how close everyone was and how great it was to be in a small town where everyone knows each other's names. So I see the potential and I know it can be there. And that was part of why that I started this page. I want to see Patterson reach, reach its potential as far as being a close knit community. Well, that's the first time that I hear that term of bats, but anyone in Patterson, if you say you're a bat, they'll know exactly what it means. It's Bay Area transplant. <laughs> and typically we have kind of a bad rap because we we use Patterson as like basically just a sleeping quarters, you know, and we still tra- we still commute to the Bay Area for work or we still go back there on the weekends to see our family. So it's kind of used as like a derogatory term. So I always like get it out there so people can't use it against me. I'm like, I'm a bat, but I assimilated. <laughs> like, I rep Patterson. <laughs> I mean, I think there's pros to that, though, right? I mean, people don't yeah. realize that, you know, you're making more money, you're leaving the money right. in your community, I mean, right? So it helps with you. commutes to the Bay Area. So we're, mm-hmm. we're still, I mean, I'm still 100% a bat, but I just I just love Patterson. And I, I love what, what it can be and what it is when the community kind of stands together in solidarity. So, but now you have a new term. Yeah, new term that I'm going to be using. <laughs> yeah, like I know a lot of people from the Bay Area that moved over here. So yes. I don't know if Patterson came up with that, but it's a very well-known term in Patterson. People, but as soon as they say like, "Oh, did you grow up here, or are you a bat?" It could have been a Patterson thing too, right? Being that you're close to yes. I-5 right there, right? And I feel like there's more Bay Area people. One map dot on the I-5. That's it. 
<laughs> yeah, you just hop on and then you're good <laughs> until you hit the overpass and then and then yeah, you feel it already. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you feel the Bay Area already. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about that Instagram page and just tell me more about how the idea came about, how long you've been running it for, and just how it was at the beginning. So it's actually we I just had the one year anniversary for the page. I didn't really do anything for it. I should have, but it's just been such a busy summer with the fair and vacation Bible school and all the events that that are going on in Patterson. So I didn't have a time to to really have an anniversary. But last June, I went to a really cool event that the city put on and no one showed up. Literally no one showed up. It was like me and like maybe two other families. And I was like flabbergasted thinking, why are people constantly, you know, complaining that there's nothing to do in town? And then when things happen, they don't show up. And I realized no one knew. No one knew this thing was happening. No one had any idea that this event was going on. And, you know, part of it could have been, you know, maybe to blame on the city for not advertising well. But but I think it's just people don't know where to go to find out that things were, are happening in town. And so I thought, you know, what? I just need to make a page. I need to make an Instagram page. I'm on Instagram anyways. You know, I enjoy Instagram. It would make sense for me to create a page where people can go and see all the things. So they follow the page and they'll, they'll know whether, you know, it's a church event, whether it's a school event, like the school district, whether it's a city sponsored event, whether it's just someone in the community having a pop-up in their orchard. Like I want, I wanted people to go to be able to go to one place instead of following, I'm following recreation. I'm following the fire department. So I know when the pancake breakfast is, they can follow one page. And I tried to do my best to post all the things that are happening. So that's how it started, why it started. And it, yeah, about June of last year. So June 2022 is when it started. And we're close to 2,000 followers in a year, which I think is pretty great for a town of Patterson size. I don't use like hashtags or anything that would broaden my reach because I, I want the reach to solely go to Patterson people or people in the surrounding areas. Like I don't want followers overseas. I don't want <laughs> fake followers. I don't want bots. I don't want anything like that. I want it to be people who actually care about the content that I'm posting. So I think about 2000 followers in a year is pretty good considering I'm not using any of those other tactics like hashtags and, you know, like have someone follow me to earn a prize or whatever. Like I don't do anything like that because I really want it to be people who choose to follow me because they're interested in the content. No, that's good. It's the first time that I hear that, you know, someone doesn't use hashtags, but no, it, it really does help. It, you know? I think it's just because typically when someone's clicking on hashtag, I mean, if I did use a hashtag, it probably should be hashtag things to do on Patterson, but I don't. It's, it's, already the name. It might be a missed opportunity. I don't know. But. Well, it's already in the name. So if anyone searches, it's like they'll find it, right? They'll see it. Or I mean, also via other tags, right? Other places tagging you as well. So you can find, mm -hmm. I think I found your page because I saw it tagged in someone else's oh. post. So that's another way to, to find. So. And that actually makes it easy for me when people tag me because then I'm not having to search for the, I, I'm not having to search for the events. I'm not searching mm -hmm. for the, the sale at the boutique. I'm not searching for, you know, the, the school block party. I'm not searching for any of that stuff because people are tagging me. So it makes, it actually makes it much easier when people tag me. They're like, I feel bad tagging you. I don't want to <laughs> you know, make you feel obligated. I'm like, no, it helps me because then it's less work for me having to like, look for it. You know, it's just, it's, I've been tagged in it. I can share it and then it can get out to the masses. 
Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Uh, they shouldn't feel bad at all. In fact, uh, it's helping them out and it, it helps you out being able to share it on the stories real quick and share their page, get them more followers too. So exactly. it, it's a win-win. <laughs> well, out of the people who have contacted you in this like year, I know you also list on your bio, right? People can send you a DM if there's something going on. What What are some of those like things that people have sent over to you? Oh, that have happened? I mean, everything from like yard sales <laughs> to pop-ups to birthday party drive-throughs. Like early on, I remember someone was having a birthday party drive-through and they're like, you know, can you post? I think it would make my kid really happy. I mean, this was probably last summer, all kinds of stuff. And I'm okay with that because I don't, I'm not expecting every single one of those 2000 followers to be interested in the exact same events I am, but I, I'm I'm hoping that out of the 2000 there's someone that gets something out of every single thing that I post, you know. That's kind of my my goal there. And it's nice because I because I kind of have a role in many different organizations and you know, I'm like a Parks and Rec commissioner for the city of Patterson. I'm a, a director for the Chamber of Commerce because I have my hands in those things. People know that, okay, if they get the information to me, I will share it because I want people to be informed about all these things going on. So it's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty vast in the range of things that people are are sending to me. Oh, that's good. I mean, a good mix of everything. And like you said, out of 2000 followers, there's always, I wouldn't even say that one person. I feel like multiple, yeah. <laughs> Those oh, multiple sure. people that, that are interested in wanting mm-hmm. to go to, to an event and that's all you need, right? I, you get 10, 15 people. That's more than you had before. <laughs> exactly. Well, before we get to things that are going to be happening in the future, I want to talk about things that have happened within the past year that maybe you've promoted on the page. Like, just tell me some of the events that have already passed and that might happen maybe in future years. Yeah. So I'm super excited because the farmer's market, we, we, Patterson has a farmer's market. It's on Wednesday nights. It used to be in our True Value shopping center. Well, a long time ago, it was downtown. And then it moved to the True Value Shopping Center. And I have nothing wrong with that shopping center. I actually love it. That's where our skate shop is. We have a cute little boutique in there. We got lots of great things in that shopping center. But it's in a parking lot. It's hot. It's not shaded. And it doesn't feel like a farmer's market because it's in a parking lot. It doesn't feel the way that a farmer's market should. So this year, it moved downtown. And one of the main vendors creates these awesome flyers. And every time he creates a new one with all the vendors that are going to be at the market, he'll send it to me and I share it. And it's so great because people want to go downtown. Like they want a reason to go downtown. And if there isn't any event going on, they're probably not going to go downtown. So having the farmer's market downtown has been great. And being able to share those flyers are great. And there's been such interest in the farmer's market. Like I posted a story that said, would you guys want me next week to go live at the farmer's market? And we had like 80 people that said yes, not one person. Or I think one person said no, but 80, <laughs> 80 people said yes. So I went, I went live at the farmer's market and I just walked around to all the booths. And like, that's, that's something that no one else was doing that. There was no other page in which people could check out the farmer's market, maybe from their desk at work to figure out if they want to go there later on that day. Like there isn't, there wasn't a page like that. So I really love being able to share about the farmer's market, especially because now it's in downtown where it should be. I feel like it need, it should have been in downtown. It never should have left. But the fact that it's down there, there's trees, it's shaded, it's beautiful. It's in the park and it, it gets people downtown. And that's what you want. The downtown is supposed to be the heart of any city. And so in Patterson, we have an adorable downtown with the museum and the city hall and the palm trees and the circle. It's just, it's great 
we need to be using it more. And so the farmer's market market did that. What else? What other events have we had? We've had some really good ones this last year. It's been so just exciting. The chamber is const- chamber of commerce is constantly doing ribbon cuttings with the new businesses that join. And these businesses put on these great ribbon cuttings that are open to the community. And people might not have known that. Like if you don't own a business, you might not be inclined to follow the Chamber of Commerce Instagram page. So if you're not following their page, you might not know that a business is having a ribbon cutting. So I'm posting those ribbon cuttings because I want the community to know, hey, not only is there a new business in town, but there's a new business that's throwing a party. And like, for example, Skyworld, they're an air conditioning and heating company in Patterson. They just opened a brand new facility, had their ribbon cutting on Tuesday. They had tacos out there, a jumpy house, Kona ice free for the community. It was, it was such a wonderful community event. And there were people that came because they had seen it on my page. And I'm thinking how wonderful that those people now know that this facility exists. They now got to spend time with their fellow community members. And it was something they wouldn't have known about before. Like, that's exactly why I did this page is for that reason, you know? So it, it's, there's been so many great events. I don't even know if I can choose. Apricot Fiesta is my, one of my top favorite things that Patterson does. I'm on the Apricot Fiesta committee with some pretty wonderful human beings. And so I'm just so such a huge advocate for Fiesta because it really is such a wonderful time to showcase our city and how great our citizens are and how great our young ladies are that go out for the Miss Patterson pageant and how great all of our vendors are that come out and sell stuff all weekends and the boy scouts with their ice cream. And I mean, there's just so many great things. So I think my, my favorite event is 100% apricot fiesta. Oh yeah. It's really awesome. It's been going on for a really long time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got so much history. 51st apricot fiesta. Yeah. Not many places could say that. I mean, other places, <laughs> they kind of had their own thing and then it kind of like faded away as the city grew and, it's a, it's a shame. That's the ni- nice thing about them, right? Is that they still have that small town vibe, right? Yes, true. Yes, there's other things going on, but yeah. Small town. Like Sunday morning when you get breakfast in the park, the Knights of Columbus always do their big breakfast where you get like for like $12, you get three sausage patties, eggs, and uh, like an omelet, pancakes. It's awesome. It's an awesome breakfast. And then they they do like worship music Sunday morning in the circle. It's like, and then after that, there's more bands playing all day. It's just, they're a pie eating contest, like a pie eating contest. That's such a great small town activity. I love that. This year they did for the first year, the Jeremiah, Jay Shally Hay Games. And in honor of Jeremiah Shally, who's a Patterson resident who passed away of cancer at the age of 22, And they did, he was a huge, like a huge driving force behind Fiesta. He'd been a part of Fiesta since he was a child. And so they did the Jay Shally Hay Games where you got to do like roping, haystacking. I'm actually the female haystacking champion this year. Congrats. (laughs) I had to take a little bit of pride in that. But like, these are small town things. Like you wouldn't see Mm. anything like this in in a big city or in the Bay Area. And I, I absolutely love it. It's my favorite weekend out of the whole year. So for Apricot Fiesta, how long does it take to plan everything? Because I know that there's well, they, a schedule. <laughs> they already are starting this year for next year. Okay. It is, it is super labor intensive. And and no one, I don't think people realize this, but everyone is a volunteer. There's only one paid employee and it's just a sec, the secretary who does like all the paperwork aspect. And she's only paid for her time doing that. All the extra stuff that she does 
is volunteer based. So that giant event that you came to is all put on by volunteers. It's, it's magnificent. And they've started now for 2024 apricot fiesta. Well, well, like I said, the schedule for those days is pretty detailed and the level of planning that seems like it goes with it mm-hmm. makes it understandable that they would start a, a year before. That's news to me. I didn't know that it was all voluntarily yeah. done. It, but, and people yeah. don't know that. They just assume that there's well, actually a lot of people assume it's the city that puts it on mm-hmm. and the city does help. But Apricot Fiesta the board, which is like made up of a group of, I think about 10 individuals. And then all the committee members like myself are the ones that put this event on. And the nice thing about Fiesta too, is there's something for everyone. So there's a car show, there's a cornhole tournament, there's arm wrestling competition. We have, I'm actually neighbors with like a world rest world champion arm wrestler who puts on the arm wrestling competition every year. Her name is Judy and she's just amazing. And there's literally something for everyone art show. So that's the thing I'm the chairman for is the arts and craft show. So we have five categories. You can enter, you know, photography, 3d paint, drawing, mixed media. There's something for everyone to be a part of the parade. The parade is open to anyone. You can enter an amazing float in the parade. There's Literally something for everyone at Apricot Fiesta. And I think that's why it's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's nice that there's so much representation from everyone. And it just shows how diverse the city is, right? When you go out there and mm-hmm. you see the people that attend it, you see the people that are in the parade, all that. It's it's really awesome. It's something the that, again, you don't find. <laughs> the dancing horses are... Everyone loves the dancing horses in the parade. It's like everybody's favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still don't know how they train them. I always get impressed too. I'm like, how do you train a horse? Me too. <laughs> I get a dog, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the different things too, and you know, it's just really awesome knowing and kind of reflecting back when I was a kid and going to April coffee every year because that was the the thing we would do, being so close by, and how much like it's still the same experience that you kind of felt even looking back 25, 30 years ago. Than what it is now, right? Despite of how the world has changed a lot, like you still feel the same way, like you felt when you were a kid going. There's so right? many traditions, you know, the apricot ice cream from the Boy Scouts, the bre- Sunday breakfast, you know, the the pie eating contest. There's so many things. They've added new things. So the car show is relatively new. The cornhole tournament is relatively new, but you still have that same feeling when you're sitting in the circle, watching the pageant, watching Miss Patterson get crowned, eating apricot ice cream. You're taken back 30 years ago when you were, you know, little doing it. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And something that I'm sure will continue to go, but yeah, I mean, shout out to everyone out there who like yourself, who gives their time to make sure that we get another 50 years and <laughs> <laughs> we make it to 100 years, too, because that, that would be amazing. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. Well, I think I think they'll get there. Well, let's talk more about other events that are coming soon. What are events that we can get people, not just from Patterson, but just all across the 209, driving down to Patterson to check out? So National Night Out, which I know is done by most cities. It, most most places do it, but it's it's when the city kind of partners with their local law enforcement to get the community out for a night to hang out with their firefighters and the police officers and the EMTs on the ambulance. And it's just a great community night. And so Patterson is doing a national night out. And last year it was at two different parks in Patterson. But this year, I'm almost positive 
I haven't seen the flyer yet, but I'm almost positive it'll be downtown, which is where, again, it needs to be. That's the heart. Downtown is the center of town. So you'll get people on the east side like myself. I live near off of Hartley area. So you'll get people from the east side. You'll get the people from the side close to the freeway. And I just really think downtown is where it should happen. And I'm excited that I think I'm almost positive that's where it's going. So National Night Out is August 1st. It's always the first Tuesday in August. And it really is just a great night of, and there's always prizes, like giveaways and stuff. Last year, the firefighters had a bounce house and water balloon toss going on at one park. The firefighter or the law enforcement officers were giving away bikes at Garza Park. So, I mean, it's such a great night, especially for being a weeknight when like most mm. people are, there's nothing really to do on weeknights. You know, it's a great, great community event coming up. The Patterson Farmer's Market is every Wednesday from 4 to 8 p.m. And that's in Veterans Memorial Park, which is also known, I guess, as South Park. But downtown in the center circle, there's North Park. And then there's the Southern Park. That's Veterans Memorial Park. That's where the Farmer's Market is every Wednesday, 4 to 8. And I think that goes until September. So it'll be the rest of July, August, and September. And it's great because we it's more than just produce. You know, there's Munchies Mini Donuts is out there. There's Ladies Espresso, which is like a Patterson favorite. It's a coffee truck that also sells mini pancakes. They're wonderful. Absolutely love them. And they, they're they like, they have a cult following. Like wherever they park, people will drive to them to go get mm-hmm. to go get coffee. It's so fun. So they'll be there, there at the farmer's market every week. And I want people to go to the farmer's market too, because there's also organizations that set up tables out there. So for example, Love Patterson is planning to have a table out at the farmer's market. So the the Big Heart, have you seen the Big Heart on my page at all? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so sometimes I post videos, which also the Love Patterson Instagram posts a lot more videos, but it's lo- at lovepattersonca. Or on Instagram, it's at lovepattersonca. But they we post lots of heart videos on there because the heart's kind of like our mascot, you know? Mm-hmm. It shows up at all the events. So the heart will be out at the farmer's market, which is great. And then Love Patterson's coming up next April. That'll be the last Saturday in April. You'll see the big signs just like they have Mm -hmm. in Modesto and Turlock, you know, with the big April, whatever day it is. I think it might be April 28th. My page is always open. I get questions all day long. Today, I got a message, someone asking why the splash pad, the the buttons weren't working at the splash pad. So the water was turned off. And I was like, okay, I'll call public works. So I get all kinds of questions from people. So if people have any questions about any of the things I've talked about or any events, they can message me and I can either send them the page that will have the answer or I will get the answer for them. Cause that's what I want this page to be. I want it to be a resource to the community. Yeah, no, that's really good. I think it's good that people can also use it as such and ask any questions or they might be going to Patterson and they want maybe some suggestions. And on that note, actually, Let's say someone is driving maybe on their way to maybe the Bay Area, right? Because sometimes people <laughs> use Patterson to to get to it. But a lot of times people want to get food, right? You're hungry. There's mm-hmm. nothing else. After you go, you're going to be stuck in traffic all, always. And there's <laughs> yeah. nothing on the ultimate. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, which missed opportunity. Although I think that might be changing now that there's that Tracy Hills community yeah. popping up to and all that. But what are some places in Patterson that you think are really amazing for people to try like food wise? So we have a really wonderful restaurant in Patterson. It used to be called Apricot Wood Barbecue. It was bought by someone else and changed to Almond Wood because now we used to be the apricot capital, but now we have a lot more almonds too. So it's called Almond Wood and they also have an Italian side. So they have like homemade gelato and pasta 
pizzas, wood-fired pizzas, but they still have the barbecue and it's so good. We actually just had the Apricot Fiesta thank you dinner. Apricot Fiesta board puts on this thank you dinner for all the volunteers at the end of the year to say thank you for their time and energy. And they did it at at Almondwood and the food is just so delicious and it's super close to the five. So it's actually at the five exit basically. And that makes it really easy for people who are just hopping on and off. Really great food. But we have a ton of great taco trucks and food trucks in Patterson. And I would say we have better food trucks, I think, than Modesto. I mean, you might beg to differ, (laughs) but... And for National Food Truck Day, which was just this last month, I actually worked with a super nice lady named Cheryl to come up with this flyer that has all the food trucks listed in Patterson and it's on my page. So if someone's like, Hey, I want to try a new food truck instead of like trying to Google and figure out what they are, they're all in one spot with their phone numbers. And if they don't have like a set location, I also put their addresses. If they don't have a set location, I put their Instagram handle so that you can see where they are. Like for example, ladies espresso that kind of hops around. If you check their Instagram, they're always posting where they're at. So I made a handy dandy little flyer because there's nothing like that. There's nowhere for anyone to look and see like, hey, you know, I'm in the mood for tacos. What taco truck should we hit up? And so this flyer that I made is for that. So I I recommend Almondwood. I also really recommend our taco trucks. We have a lot of good restaurants. We're also getting a Javi's fine Mexican dining. So Patterson is coming up in the world. It's going in where the the old pizza plus was right on the corner of El Circulo. So we're going to have a nice sit-down restaurant downtown, which is awesome. The other thing we're getting, and this might be, well, it's public knowledge, so it's not insider information. um, (laughs) The old, adorable water district building that's located behind the bank, but next to Macaulay Ford. They're keeping the beautiful exterior, and they've expanded it, and it's going to be a steakhouse owned by the same owners of Redwood Cafe. Oh, wow. Patterson is on the up and up and I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to see what those two new restaurants will bring to the downtown. And I'm super excited to try them and have like a new date night place to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited about those. So you'll have to come out. We'll have to like go go try dinner at the new restaurants. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially a hobbies being so close to El Circulo right there. That's that's yeah. a big deal. That's a prime it is, spot. It's, it's a, it's, and they made the building so beautiful. They really made the beauty, the building super beautiful. Oh, that's good. Because it's really awesome when someone comes in and they renovate the spot, right? And uh, make sure it stands out. And, and just that the new modern twist to it, right? I mean, we know we have some like empty buildings there that are in need of tenants, right? So hopefully that pushes more people to open a business, being that you're going to have that restaurant right there, right? So more business pushes more businesses, what I always say, if, especially if it's really popping too. Yeah, I completely agree. That whole area is actually on the up and up. It's so great. We have that that brand new gym that opened right across from Hobbies. So there's kind of like new things going in downtown that I think are really going to up the amount of people that are traveling to downtown as a destination instead of just through it. Yeah, that's really good. Makes me really happy that, you know, we're seeing that hopefully more businesses as well. So again, they complement the restaurants that are right there and or more food options too it's always nice to to have other foods also join in right yes of course the more the merrier honestly you can never have too many restaurants we all have to eat (laughs) yeah that's what i always say you can't go wrong with uh, opening a restaurant especially if you have other locations and now Mm -hmm. you're going to bring people in from the area so they don't have to 
come over here. Although, I mean, <laughs> keeps them local, right? Keeps all yeah. your local, keeps the money local right there. So people don't have to spend so much in gas to drive down here. I know it's, it could be a drive sometimes driving Especially up here. Especially if you're stuck behind a tractor, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always tell people. I'm like, you don't, you don't know what it is until you're stuck behind a tractor so and true. you have to make it somewhere on time and you can't pass them. No, <laughs> not if there's cars coming the other way. Like you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, or or being stuck because the train, oh, the, the endless train. train. <laughs> oh. People that I know from like big cities, I'm like, you, you don't know the struggles that we go through over here. There might be. <laughs> That's our traffic right there. We don't sit in bumper to bumper traffic. We sit behind tractors and we sit behind trains. (laughs) Yeah. Or large trucks pulling like large tractors too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you can't, there's no way you're going to pass them because there's, there's so much going on in front of you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Well, any last things you wanted to mention about Patterson? I know we talked a lot about things going on and like some of the businesses there, I mean, I want to give you the spotlight to just mention more things about the city that you'd like to share. So I think that there's a real lack from the community of input. So there's all these commissions that the city creates and, you know, organizations like the Chamber of Commerce that want feedback from the community as to what they want to see. But they don't get that feedback. Those these, you know, the community is not coming to these meetings. They're not telling the Parks and Rec Commission what they want to see as far as Parks and Rec. They're not telling the Downtown Revitalization Commission what they want to see downtown. So I think I just want the community to know that if there's things they want to see, Facebook isn't the place to voice those concerns. It's these meetings because the people that can help make them happen or at least help move the needle in the direction of making it happen are in these meetings. They're the ones, not not the person on Neighborhood Watch, which we all love to complain on Neighborhood Watch. <laughs> our Neighborhood Watch has like 20,000 people in it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And But that's not where things change. Things don't change. Things don't happen because of, you know, a Facebook group. It's in these meetings where decisions are being made that the community needs to voice those concerns. So that is my push. The Strategic Economic Commission, that's where you need to say, hey, we want an in and out. Hey, we want this. Hey, we want that. The Downtown Revitalization Committee is where you say, hey, this is what I want to see downtown. Parks and Rec is where you say, hey, how come we don't have a recreation program that has you know, this or that? These are the meetings that you need to be involved in. And I, I think if the community knew that, that maybe more people would have input or more people would have an opinion that they would want to bring to the table if they knew where to do it. So those are the, those are the places. And you can find out about those meetings also on my page. Cause I post about that stuff too, even the boring stuff like city council <laughs> and you know, the stuff that might not be fun, but it's important. Yeah. No, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think in this day and age with social media and all that, I think it's easier for people to be like, well, I shared my thoughts on social media. Why don't they just go look at it? But it's like, yeah, but there's a lot going on. They're not going to be like looking at on social media as they're doing their meetings and being like, all right, let's open Facebook and see and, what and people have to say. A good example of that is Patterson Recreation was doing pickleball on Saturdays, but they did two Saturdays and no one showed up. So they canceled it. Well, their post about it being canceled got shared to Neighborhood Watch and everyone was so mad. They were like, oh, I can't believe it got canceled. I would have gone. I didn't even know it was happening. And then like that, that's not going to change anything. Recreation doesn't know that's how you feel. Like these concerns need to be given to the people who can actually bring pickleball back. So 
I got stopped in restaurant El Rosal one like Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday night. And someone was like introducing me. She said, you should tell her about your concerns about pickleball. And I said, okay, well, I can bring it to the commission meeting if you send me your name and all the people that are interested. And I did. But getting it to that point is how we can get pickleball back in the in the fall. And pickleball will be back in the fall because someone talked to the right person. But if you just say it on Facebook, nothing's going to happen. Like, you have to be willing to go the extra step to bring it up at a meeting or to get the information to someone that can actually make it happen. And so I reached out to Kevin DeFranco, who is at Recreation, who can bring pickleball back. And I expressed their concerns to him and he is bringing it back in the fall. So it just takes communicating to the right people and not just communicating to Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that that's coming back and hopefully people show up, right? The people who are interested. I know. (laughs) It'll be really embarrassing if no one shows up. (laughs) Yeah. And then it'll be like, you know what? Forget about it. (laughs) Don't even bring it up to the city. I hope hope that does not happen. (laughs) Well, now more people are going to know about it and, and, you know, it's good that they told you that they had no idea that was going on. And that's how your page is there, right? To yes. help them find out about it, for people to reshare it and mm-hmm. spread the word about it too. So, well, And for businesses <laughs> to use me as a resource to share about their things. You know, I, I, I want the small businesses and even big businesses to know if you're doing something, if you're having an event, if you're, you know, having a sale or something, like share it with me and I will share it with the community. I'm not making any money off of this page. So it's not like, oh, you know, only people who are willing to pay me will I share. Like, I don't I don't make money off of this. So I do it because I, I know that it's a need in our community. No, it's really good. We need more people like you and all the other small towns to, <laughs> to do yeah. the same too. Maybe after listening to this, they'll get inspired to start their own pages. Well, that would be so <laughs> awesome if it was like, you know, things to do in Modesto, things to do in series, things to do in Houston. Yeah, that would be great. And I I know there's people out there who would be more than glad to do that. And maybe groups of people, maybe so it's not just one person managing everything. I have a helper now. I have a helper on Facebook, which is great. Her name is Angie. And she is helping me by creating events for each of the events. So you know how on Facebook, you can like say interested in something. And then Facebook will send you a reminder. So she's creating events for all of these events so that people are reminded when it's happening. And that's something I just do not have the time to do. Like I'm constantly sharing things. I'm, I am involved in a lot of different organizations. So I didn't have the bandwidth to create the events. And so my friend Angie said, I will help you. You, you know, I will make the events and it has been a huge blessing. So it really does kind of take a village yeah, she's been helping with the Facebook aspect. So she deserves a shout out. So I agree that it might take more than one person. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully it ends up happening. I mean, like Love Modesto started out just in Modesto, right? And now mm-hmm. now it's spread everywhere. Now we there's other places. Person. Yeah. <laughs> it's even in LA too. I think. I think there's a city or two, maybe I think that are there's over there. Over a hundred cities. I'm yeah. Finished. One of the Love Our Cities meetings I was on because I'm a part of Love Patterson too. Okay. I'm on the, yeah, the board for Love Patterson. So I'm pretty sure one of the meetings I was on, they said it's over a hundred cities that are participating. And there's like Colorado, cities in Colorado, like other states, which is so fun that it started in little old Modesto. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's crazy, right? But it's spread so that your idea could be spread to other places too. So hopefully oh, that happens and <laughs> we'll, we'll have a, a little like group of like things to do in your city. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can have one of those, uh, one big giant event where we all go and hang out. <laughs> oh, that would be great. You know, it'd be really awesome if there was like a website, like things to do in your city.com or something yeah, where like everyone could put cool. their own page and that would be so cool. Like, well, it, you know, what's yeah. funny is, when you go to another city and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to be vacationing in this you know, place. You literally type into Google things to do in and whatever city. So when yeah. I was like, what should I call it? I'm like, well, what would I Google if I was trying to figure out what there is to do in Patterson? And I literally was like, oh, things to do in Patterson. Like, perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So it, that that's a good idea. I'm just, I wish I could do it if I had more time, <laughs> but I'm like, it would be good. Like anyone, actually anyone Googling that, whatever city you have, your page would probably show up first. Yeah. I mean, I hope we're so. looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So if anyone wants to spend the time and do all that, there's an idea right there. Just get it more people and idea. go to the city and <laughs> oh, man, you, that's you, can, a idea. you can get that. <laughs> Get that started. I'm just I'm just giving the idea to someone out there and hopefully someone picks it up and yeah, someone, with the, more. someone with more energy than you and I. You and I have too much going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be good because like you said, we're always Googling that anywhere we go, or anyone coming down to the valley from outside, wherever you come from, right? And you're like, I don't know what there is, right? There's just farm, right? Which that's what people often think of us, true, right? They're like, Oh, it's there's just farmland. I see some shopping centers right there off 99 or off high five. What else is there? It's like, no, if you get off one of those exits, <laughs> you'll well, there's see a more. lot going on here. <laughs> there, we're there's, about to a grocery outlet, so you know we're on the up and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have a lot of national, regional chains, all that popping up everywhere. You have Amazon. I mean, that was the biggest thing that, <laughs> that yeah, up in there. And, yeah. Restoration hardware. We have Kohl's, Granger. We have a lot of good warehouses. We also have, and I don't know. This is just such a cool thing to me that I feel like everyone should know it, but it's called S2A Modular. They build amazing modular homes in Patterson, in, inside. So it's air conditioned. It's oh. construction work with 401ks benefits inside a building, meaning like you're not working out in the sun. You're not working out in the rain. It's completely temperature controlled. You're building modular homes in a warehouse in Patterson. And I think that is so cool. I'm always so fascinated at the work that they do there. And it's, it's a great, it's great work and you don't have to commute with everyone else that goes over the Altamont. Wow. Yeah. And you're out of this heat. I just talked about the beginning is, oh, <laughs> is yeah. coming to us. So again, yeah. over 110, I'm like, we are not Arizona. We're Valley <laughs> heat. We're hundred and something, but we're not over 110. Yeah, it's like what, what's what's going on. But I'm glad that there is jobs for people to be indoors. And again, you don't have to go to the Bay Area. You don't have to be in your car spending so much money on the AC, <laughs> which and is yeah, gas, all of it. Yeah, so it all it all adds up. So it's great that the city grows. You know, provides more employment opportunities for people, and we keep people in the valley. In yeah. <laughs> Spending money so they could they could attend the farmers market. They don't have to worry about traffic. They could go to the restaurants, yes. <laughs> all this stuff, and yep. not be tired when they get home or get home too late. And they're like, "Oh, they're already closed. Why am I going anywhere?" Too, too late. <laughs> the traffic is still like nine o'clock. So, I mean, by the time you get home, you're basically ready for bed to do it all again tomorrow. So it's cool that we have opportunities for people to stay in Patterson 
and then other opportunities for them to spend their paychecks in Patterson. Yeah, let, let, try and keep the money as much as possible here so we continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Well, Candace, this is really awesome. Thank you so much for talking about all things Patterson. I've never talked about this many <laughs> Patterson <laughs> things in one episode, so I'm really glad that you provide this resource for people and people can check out uh, things to do in Patterson on Instagram and not forget about the name again, right? Because yes. it's something mm-hmm. we Google. <laughs> Super easy to remember. Thank you so much. It's so nice getting to talk to you and kind of brag about our city. I feel like sometimes we get kind of a bad rep on the West side. We get forgotten about, you know, all of us, Crow's Landing, Newman, Wesley, Grayson. So it's kind of nice to have, you know, the time to spotlight how wonderful Patterson is. Yeah. And make sure that people go to the Apricot Fiesta because that's... That's something that should be on everyone's calendar every year. Like, block your calendar out. Yep, it's, <laughs> <make> always, it. <laughs> it's always the first weekend in June. It's like the last, it's the weekend after Memorial Day. Yeah, which is perfect timing. So It is. It's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for being on. And we'll keep chatting. We'll definitely have some sort of like Patterson live stream someday too. In Patterson. <laughs> yes. And maybe at the farmer's market. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that could be too. Yeah, it'd be nice to to spotlight that. We'll do an Instagram live. (laughs) That'd be so fun. Thank you so much. Once again, thank you so much to Candice for being on the 209 Journey podcast. I do have to apologize because that episode actually was recorded a few months ago. And since I went on this long hiatus of not posting on here, I hadn't actually edited the episode. So thank you for your patience. I'm glad that we were finally able to get the episode out there for everyone to know more about the page. And y'all, I grew up near Patterson, so I I know a lot about it too. And it's grown so much and I don't get the chance to visit it as often as I used to back then, of course. If you follow the page, you'll find out a lot of great things that are going on in the town. And I think it's really awesome to hear of people who move to our area and are making a positive difference in their community. And that's exactly what Candace is doing here with this page and allowing people to find out what's going on and not just for the people there in the area, but as I mentioned earlier, if you're not from the area, whether you're from other parts of 209 or maybe you're also coming from the Bay Area, wherever you might be (laughs) coming from, I think it's really great to know that there are things to do there in the town. And if you're just passing by, you know, for you to get an opportunity to visit the apricot capital of the world and Maybe, you know, stop by during the Apricot Fiesta. That's the biggest celebration of the town. Well, y'all, if you haven't followed the social media pages for the 209 Journey yet, I invite you to do so. You can find them at the 209 Journey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or I should say X now instead of Twitter. But last time that I recorded an episode, it was still Twitter, I think. (laughs) So feel free to still send a message on there. I, I do still check the inbox if, again... You have any people you would like to see on the show, or maybe you have a comment for a guest or a question, always feel free to ask it on there, and I will definitely forward it to them. Once again, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the show tonight. Apologies for making y'all wait a few months. I know it's been uh, quite some time, but I am going to go back to my original goal of posting an episode here once a week. So subscribe if you haven't yet so you can find out when new episodes get posted. That would be really awesome, y'all. And I hope everyone has a great day or night whenever you might be listening to this. And you'll hear me next week here on the 209 Journey Podcast.